Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails, Memoirs of a Cemetery Dude. Get ready for a hilarious dive into the world of death care where cemetery industry veteran Mr. Danny and his daughter Katie will answer all those crazy questions you've been dying to ask. Go ahead and pour yourself a drink, pull up a rocking chair and get ready for some laughs because we guarantee caskets and cocktails will be the last ones to let you down. I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy, and I'm just sitting here in amazement about how my son's mind works. <laughs> well, you just spoiled our very special guest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forget I mentioned that. <laughs> so is our, it amazement or disgust? <laughs> so our very special guest is my lovely brother, Daniel, and his beautiful, sweet, precious wife, Lauren, who we love so much. Oh, yes, we do. She's the only reason we invite him up. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, guys, you know, we talk a lot about the casket portion, but we very rarely co- talk about the cocktail portion. And guess what? What? That changes today. Oh, wow. In each episode, we are going to be mentioning a special cocktail brand, something like that, that we love over at Caskets and Cocktails. And Daniel, since you are a very special guest, why don't you tell us a little bit about your beer that you're drinking right now? Let's talk beer, people. All right. Sorry, that came off a little weird. Uh, So currently, I'm drinking... Uh, a beer from Internight. It's called Internight from Stone Brewery, and uh, it's just a pilsner. It's five point seven. It's good. It's good. It's, it's pretty dope. I, I like it. Hey, you can't beat that. No. Huh. So, and I feel as though Internight is pretty appropriate for this because we're it's it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up on another episode, I do believe. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a good looking beer. I took a sip. I'm not a beer drinker. So um, I moved on to my Chardonnay after that. But so today we have a couple of awesome questions. And one of them comes from... Dun, dun, dun. Lauren! Yay! Good hey, morning. y'all. Mr. Danny, have you ever been involved with a gypsy's funeral? Yes. Yes, I've I've had I've buried several gypsies. I haven't been so much involved on the funeral side, but on the cemetery side, uh, yeah, that's they're a unique group of people. Now, there's a big caveat I'm going to throw out there right now. Okay, I'm not uh, downing a, a specific race or group of folks or anything like that. I'm not doing that. Where is this going? <laughs> but, I mean, I feel know. a lot of editing coming on. Now. No, no, I mean, uh, gypsies are a unique group of people. And uh, some people say that gypsies are their own race and they all came out of India. But, uh, you know, I I love everybody. Yeah, that's true, Mr. Danny. You Every, do love everybody. Every- love everybody. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> and I saw a couple of gypsy girls. Never mind. Never oh, mind. Never mind. <laughs> but no, I have, and uh, they're unique in that they're, I guess you would call wakes. Mm-hmm. Um, they start at the funeral home and they bring in big, huge like circus tents, and they bring cookers in and. 
people bring in vegetables and all this sort of stuff, and they cook for like three days. You're kidding? No, and just like there overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're they kidding. cook t- around the clock, around the clock, and people are coming in and out around the clock, mm-hmm. eating, drinking. They've got cases of liquor, cases of beer. If you ever have a, if you ever know somebody that is a gypsy and they die, mm-hmm. make sure you go to their funeral. It's- okay. Oh my gosh. So, everybody gets drunk. Everybody eats uh, food till they just pass out. And uh, then they come to the cemetery. And, but the funeral home always calls the cemetery and says, Hey, listen, we're going to be burying some gypsies today. And uh, they show up, and they still have their beer, and they, they're still feeling pretty good. And... Uh, Dress nice. I mean, the, the women dress fabulous, and the men are all dressed to the T. They're not slouches by any mean, uh, but they they love to party. I mean, they're a party. Yeah. Uh, if you look up party in the dictionary, it's got a dead gypsy beside it. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whitmonger told me that there were a few in your family tree. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there were. Uh, Zabolian, yeah. Carlos Zabolian. He was my great grandfather, and uh, he he was something. He was something. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what happens? They always have a priest, generally Greek Orthodox, sometimes Catholic, uh, and um, so you do the burial. So all these guys, you know, none of them are very um, tough guy-ish, mm-hmm. you know. And for whatever reason, they all think that they're going to fill in the grave every time. I mean, these are really deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're big. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of manual labor. And so we, we'll always dump the dirt there because that's what they want. And so we'll have four or five shovels or six shovels. And so they take their jackets off, and their ladies carry their jackets, and uh, they start just shoveling dirt in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they've been drinking for three days, you know? And uh, so they get kind of winded. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, it's sweaty. Quickly. Probably. Oh, yeah, they're pouring sweat, winded, <laughs> and they're still drinking beer. Yeah. You know, hey, honey, you want another beer? Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. So they're drinking beer. They're shoveling dirt. In Georgia. Yeah. In 145 degree with 100% humidity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, anyway, so they'll get the grave maybe, you know, about a quarter of a way filled in. And they'll start kind of leaning. That doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of. I, I can just push dirt <laughs> easier. Well, they, uh, you're making these. You're making them sound like this. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just telling what happens. You know, they think they can do it all. They can't. And uh, I mean, my guys have been doing it for years. They're built like bricks, and uh, we have big machinery. To do yeah, it, you exactly. know, and it still gets them tired. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, they'll start kind of looking around, looking for some excuse on why they can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, they'll kind of start drifting away, and uh, next thing you know, 
they're gone and my guys are kind of standing looking around going what what the hell happened (laughs) (laughs) and then we finished the grave up so uh (coughs) excuse me uh that's that's my experience with three or four gypsy graves and they're all the same now they are not afraid to spend money Oh, that's the type of client that you love oh, having. Yeah, good gosh. If they, they don't even look at m- memorials. They just say, how, what's the most expensive memorial you have? Uh-huh. We want it. And they just pay it out. I mean, they, they spend the money on a funeral and a cemetery. Yeah. They're, they're good people. I love them. I, I was going to say, I would make them my primary clientele. Yeah. What about the women? What do they wear? Oh gosh, it there. Uh, what is the what? Y'all know more about this than I do. It's the crinoline. It looks like uh, 1962 sock hop, oh, wow. where the it has all of the petticoats under it, and the and they've got makeup. They look like a million dollars. Their hair's all done. They they spend a day getting their hair done to last for that funeral and uh, their makeup is um, intense on point yeah is that what you would say yeah there you go on point that's good that's good <laughs> and uh they uh, uh are nice enough to show a lot of cleavage a lot of cleavage and uh, they're not big drinkers the men are the big drinkers mm-hmm. uh i don't know that i ever saw one of the ladies drunk so all of the men drunk, the old ones and the young ones. Uh, but the women all, they're, um, the closest thing you can compare it to is in the Hispanic community when they have the Sweet 16 party and they have all of the... Quinceanera, 15. A 15, okay. And they have all the expensive evening gown kind yes. of things. That's the only comparison I can make. Wow. Yeah, they, they really... When they kind of hope that people die. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, I just bought a dress. Maybe (laughs) Uncle Marvin is gone. (laughs) That's exactly right, you know, because, man, they're all happy when it happens. Yeah. You know, they start bringing out big, like, full cows and full That's so interesting. Cases of beer and cases of liquor, and I want to be there. Yeah. You're like, can I be invited? Yeah, I hope Uncle Marvin does die. I'm going. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Lauren, what do you think? Does that answer your question? That does. Thank you, Mr. Danny. Sure. So, guys, um, we also have a question from Kelly in California. And, Kelly, I love this question. I think after this discussion, it really kind of flows nicely, especially when Lauren asks what they wear. (laughs) So, uh, Kelly wants to know... Um, we've all heard of bridezillas. So these are the crazy ladies who get into their wedding so much that they're just mean or they're obsessive or whatever you call it. Um, have you ever come across someone who is doing is a funeral zilla? So someone who is obsessed with planning this funeral. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But first of all, did you make that up, Kelly from California? I didn't. Really? She's on Instagram. She she, DM, she DM'd me, and you guys can DM us as well. So send us your questions. We love a good Instagram DM, as in I love a good Instagram DM, because 
Like I have no idea what a good Instagram DM is. I feel yeah. like you're Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I might be Lizzo. I wish she would listen. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I have. I've, I've had that uh, several times. <coughs> Excuse me. People uh, that may have buried their mother 20 years ago or there may be some woman in their Sunday school class uh, that knows all there is to know about burying people or how to do a real good funeral. Just because they have a lot of dead friends? Or I I don't know. (laughs) They're like, oh, we've done this. Well, you get to a certain age and you don't have a lot to do, so you go go to funerals Uh all over town. You know, I knew that guy back in junior high school 70 years ago. (laughs) But... uh, no, they'll come in and they'll say uh, when when either the funeral director starts talking with them about trying to uh, do all of the uh, appropriate steps in a funeral, they'll uh, stop and they'll say, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're doing this. Well, you know, m- most funeral homes do things a certain way to benefit the families, okay? Uh, either through the grieving process, it, it may help the grieving process or whatever, but they they don't want them to make a mistake that they'll regret forever. Right, exactly. So, you know, we want it to be well thought out, funeral directors, it's which like, I am not a funeral well, director. I have to say, it's kind of like, hey, these people do this every day, yes. day in and day out. Right. Trust the expert. And what what we get are the people that come back to the funeral home or the cemetery after it's over and say, you buried mom in the wrong place. Oh, God. And you said, well, I, how do you know we buried your mother in the wrong place? I was here 20 years ago when you buried daddy, and there was a tree right over there. Well, we, we cut the tree down. Five years ago, yeah, you know, but there's always somebody that knows more about your business than you do, and generally, and everybody's going to be offended on this. Generally, it's the son-in-law. <laughs> Gen- we call them third base coaches, oh, because gotcha. th- they're there to tell them what's going on. Okay, and uh, son-in-laws are. What they're saying is, I loved your mama just as much as you loved your mama, and I'm going to show you by standing up and making sure these bastards do their job right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so as a result, if you're in the arrangements office and you're trying to take care of your cemetery requirements, uh, in the south, more so than in the north, you'll have 15 people there. And you've worked in both locations. Yes, I've worked yes. in both locations, north, south, and I've worked out west. And uh, But you will have 15 people there. So what I do is I'll, I'll watch for the son-in-law, and uh, he'll start bowing up a little bit, and I'll hand him a legal pad, and I'll say, for our records, we need everybody's name, phone number, and email address in the room. So could you please handle that for me while I'm doing this? I give them a job, and then all of a sudden, they're able to show how much they love Mama by doing a hell of a job and giving us all of our 
listings and all that stuff. We, by the way, if you hear anybody crying in the background, everybody's at Katie's house and we're watching the – can I say Georgia game or should I say football game? You can say Georgia. Georgia game. We're watching the Georgia game. Hold on. How do you just say it? Georgia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you got to throw that Georgia in there. But uh, but anyway, so that always, you know, helps you there. But they know everything there is to know, and it's going to be exact, and this is what I want. And it's those are the type of people that get a two-day two day visitation, and uh, they're there every second of the funeral. So it sounds like Kelly from California, who we love, who DM'd me on Instagram. It sounds like, Kelly, that the bridezillas or the funeralzillas are son-in-laws. Yeah, yeah, they are. So uh, we need to make a sash or something. I'm getting, You know, we live in the South, and I don't know if you guys know this. We monogram everything. So I'm going to monogram a sash for son-in-laws. Funeral Zillas. A son-in-law sash. A son-in-law sash. Man, we'll make a fortune. We'll make a fortune. Every funeral home will want one of those. Just hand it to them and give them a legal pad. They'll put their funeral funeral Zilla sash on. They'll have their legal pad. They will feel super important. We'll have several ballpoint pens uh, tucked in on the funeral sash. (laughs) Well, guys, hang tight with us. We are going to be right back. We have such a, a an awesome question next. And um, ha- hang on. <laughs> so, Daddy, do you know about Patreon? No, tell me all about it. All about it. So, Patreon is a way that our listeners who we love. We love them can support the show. We love doing the show. I do. I do too. And we want to do more of the show. I get to spend time with you. I Oh, that's so sweet. Oh. I've always wondered about that. Oh. But anyway. <laughs> but our new Patreon page is up and for just $2 you can get exclusive access to content and ad-free versions of our episodes. What if they pay $5? Oh my gosh, you, it's going to blow your mind. Oh man, I'm excited about this. That's not in my bullets. Oh. But there is sorry. stuff out there for lots of different options. Yeah. So $2, $5, a bunch of other stuff out there. Go out, check it out today. And guess what? What? There's a super special surprise for our first 50 Patreons. So get out there and subscribe. Now. I just love answering all the listener questions, don't you? I do, too. It kind of brings everybody into the game. Absolutely. And so this show would not exist without you guys and your questions. And guess what? If you are a Patreon supporter, you are going to have your question answered. Yeah, just pay me. I'll tell you anything. I'll give you a dollar. Tell me I'm pretty. (laughs) Okay. It costs more than that. (laughs) Well, guys, we have a really awesome question, but guess what? Daniel forgot to tell us more about his beer. Yeah, I'm sorry, dudes. I'm an idiot. Uh, And a couple of beers in. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a few deep. So that's probably why I forgot it. But anyway, so it was Inner Night beer, uh, Pale Ale, and clearly that is Metallica themed. So Metallica joined up forces with Stone Brewery, and I would hate to leave out Metallica's name on this. I was talking to one of my buddies. He said, oh, you're going to enter Never Neverland. And I was like, oh, that's perfect for this podcast. And I do not want Metallica to sue me for forgetting them. So there you go, Metallica. Please don't sue me. Yeah, Thank they lo- they love to do a good lawsuit. <laughs> Hopefully not against caskets of cocktails, because we don't have that many Patreon subscribers as of yet. Or you get too much money. <laughs> yeah, well, just think, guys, you got you've got your work cut out for you. Start giving heavy. Well, our final question is from Nate, and he is awesome. He's very supportive on Instagram. I see him. Um, he shared us a couple of times. So one of his comments was, Nate was stationed in North Dakota when he was in the Air Force. He joined the base honor guard, and one of his functions was to provide funeral honors for deceased veterans in the area. We were at a funeral, and a blizzard started right as the hearse pulled up. So, Mr. Danny, he wants to know, Mr. Danny, what is the worst weather you have ever experienced at a funeral? And I think you might have some insights about what his role was as well. Yeah, uh, I work with people like Nate all the time, uh, which uh, they do just a fabulous job. Nate's job is to check with the funeral home, make sure that all the military uh, honors are in place, and his job is to provide a free uh, American flag. Excuse me, I get teared up. It's a special thing when you see it in person. Yeah, I mean, it really, it really, really is. is. We and, love our veterans. Uh, here they put put it on the casket, and his job is to see that it's taken off, folded, and given to the widow or the survivor. And what a fabulous job he does. And he escorts uh, as far as uh, uh, deceased veterans. He will personally escort them either on plane or by van to the funeral home to make sure they get there. I think everyone here at Crosscuts and Cocktails would like to say Thank you, Nate. I mean, what you do is an incredible service. It is very meaningful, not only to the people that you're helping to serve, but also the people that are witnessing it, as it's clear here with Mr. Danny. So thank you. And for all of you other folks out there who are listening in, you you serve in the the U.S. military or whatever military you serve in, um, thank you for your service. It is much appreciated. So, Daddy... Thank you, Nate. Damn it. Damn it. You made him cry. (laughs) Now everybody knows I have feelings. Forget it. You saw this, kids. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, what happens, and I don't see how he he works in the winter in North Dakota. Uh, What happens is, depending on the frost level, which if you go above New York City, like closer to... uh, Albany, New York, and above going west, Illinois, uh, Indiana, up that north, uh, Wisconsin, all those areas, they stop bearing uh, around um, October 15th because the ground is so frozen they can't dig it. 
Now, there's a section of the world where they'll put what's called a blanket on the grave, and it's a cover over the grave, and it's got propane gas, and it thaws the grave out to where they can dig it. Other than that, there ain't no burials. You're gonna. What did they do? The, those funeral homes up there have huge coolers, uh-huh. and they'll go ahead and they'll have the funeral service. Mm-hmm. They will have the funeral service. They'll ske- start scheduling. I'm thinking it's like April fifteenth. They'll start scheduling burials, and they they're put in coolers, and they stay good. And uh, April fifteenth. The guys start just delivering them to the cemeteries, just like one right after the other. And, you know, you dig a hole. The families can be there. By good, do you mean whole? Like, the people. <laughs> you said they're good. Oh, well, I meant, yeah. Like, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> they're past the good point. They pass, <laughs> they're not good. They're just whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're complete. Yeah. It's, a, it's a complete person. Yes, exactly. A body. Right. Yeah, right. Well, you know, you've already said goodbye to Mama back three months ago. Yeah. And so uh, you can choose to go to the burial or not go to the burial. A lot of times, just the family goes to the burial. And the military, in the winter, I'm just talking in the winter, the military services are done at the funeral. Uh, In the spring, summer, and fall, the military services are done at the cemetery. Uh, But uh, the worst I've ever been in in my life, it was overcast. And uh, we dug the grave, got it all set up, and and uh, this thing came in, and it was a tropical storm. Oh. And, you know, people think it's a tropical storm. You're just looking at a thunderstorm or something like that. No. You're looking at high winds, and if you're under a tent, especially super dangerous. A, a cemetery tent, is like a big parachute. Mm-hmm. So the rain's coming in. The the hearse shows up. We've got, and it starts to rain. And this was a big boy. Mm-hmm. And so we had eight. Uh, we had eight uh, uh, pallbearers, and they're picking this up, and they're they're grunting their way to the grave. They get there. It starts raining as soon as they get the guy out of the hearse. Oh, no. And it was not a big rain, but they put the casket on the lowering device, and everybody starts just cramming up under the funeral tent. Oh, just because it's pouring so bad? It had started really raining. Oh, gosh. Well, everybody's under this tent. It starts raining sideways. So it's raining up under the tent, everybody on the outside is soaked to the bone. The wind is picking up. It gets up under that tent, and it's like a parachute. And it just lifts straight off the ground. And we stake the tents down, and we tie them down with a rope right. so it doesn't, you know, uh, fly off. Right. Well, it flew off. The stakes came out. It lifted up about four feet. Everybody hits the deck, boom, and this tent goes about 15 feet over. Oh, 
and no, and it hit the ground, and uh, here they are <laughs> standing there, totally unprotected, and the rain is just driving, and they're running like cockroaches, just in every direction. They didn't care. <laughs> Some people were running back to where the tent landed, you know, and other people were running to their cars. They're bumping into each other. It looks like you know a, a, a fire drill at the at the movie theater or something. Everybody's getting the hell out. So. That's the worst I'd ever been in. And, uh, of course, we had to bury this guy, you know? What if he was a jerk in real life and all the family was like, he was a jerk in life and now he's getting us all wet right now? What a jerk! <laughs> he probably was because nobody complained about about us leaving him out there in the rain while all the rain's going on. He deserves it. <laughs> but we, uh, we had a big plastic cover we had thrown over the casket and uh we couldn't bring in equipment during that situation there was lightning everywhere and uh i had talked to the funeral director and the priest Uh about you know should we do this everybody oh yeah 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 we should do this we got to do this this is what the family wants this is what we do well Hell, it wasn't what the family wanted when that, when the bottom fell out, yeah, and they started. Seriously. Everybody was hooping and hollering and all that stuff. So they got to the cars, and we had to wait till it subsided and the lightning stopped before we started bringing in heavy equipment because you've got a piece of steel sticking out of the ground, fifteen feet. Yeah. In a lightning storm? That doesn't sound smart. No, it wasn't smart. So anyway, we finally got the guy down, and we finally got him buried up. And uh, it, it, everybody, I would only assume, dried out eventually. <laughs> well, Nate, thank you. Number one, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, Nate. We love you, buddy. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for your question and your support of the show. And you guys, you can support the show as well. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We're kind of on Twitter. I'm not super good at Twitter. But what Trump is, by God. Oh, he is. He He's is. Great He'll... Tr- Twitter. Tw- Twitter. Tw- he... Twitter. Whatever you Twitter. call it. Twitter. Twitter. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Oh, we appreciate your support. Be sure to tag us in your post as well. Tag us and also um, share with your friends and family. We really appreciate it. We love it when you send us notes and messages. That's what this show is from. And remember, guys, at Caskets and Cocktails, we'll we'll be be the last last one to to down. I almost got it.